Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Anything Goes with me. I'm Emma, and I'm a little bit emotionally unstable. (laughs) So, I think we first need to talk about um, how I'm doing, just to give you guys a little bit of context as to why my voice is a little bit shaky. Like, I'm kind of a mess. I'm not sure if quarantine has gotten to me or if I just was due for a little panic attack. But last night, I had one of the craziest panic attacks I've ever had. I won't get into, like, much of it because it's just not interesting. Like, that's just, like, not fun to talk about. But I was sitting on my kitchen counter with my mom, and I just, like, had this panic attack. And I was, like, I've never freaked out the way I freaked out last night. And so it's definitely taking a little bit of a toll on me today, like, If you've ever had a panic attack, you know how like the next day you just feel heavy and so tired and my face is so swollen. My eyes cannot open all the way. Like I don't know what is wrong, but guess what? This podcast is therapy for me in a sense. And so this will make me feel better. So fuck it. We're here to party today. Get over what happened yesterday. Who cares? It's time to let loose and enjoy each other's company. So today we're going to be talking about burning out or some say burnout, whatever. For those of you that don't know what burning out means, it's basically when you overwork yourself and then you can't do anything properly. (laughs) I guess that's, I don't know if that's the right definition. It's when you overwork yourself and become kind of uninspired. So that's burnout. Um, This happens to me a lot and it has happened to me a lot throughout my life not even just since I started YouTube but like I've always burned myself out because I'm the type of person that when I have a task I like to complete it like all in one sitting I don't like to complete things over a period of time so in school if I'd be given a project I'd finish it all in one day or with a YouTube video I sometimes feel like I need to finish it all in one day or else it's eating at my mind when I'm not working on like when I'm not working on it and So I try to finish everything all in one sitting and I usually overdo it. Like I tend to like work on things for too long and then I freak out. Like I know why I freak out, you know. Um, But I want to talk about it and give some advice on how I avoid it and just have an overall discussion about it because I think although burnout for me now is more YouTube related, I've been dealing with this my whole life and I think it's a conversation that's good to have. I know a lot of YouTubers have talked about this, but I thought might as well take my own little spin on it. Take my own, take a spit. What is that phrase? I'm a little bit fried. Not high. I'm not high. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm like fried as in like my brain just feels like kind of fucked up. Um, I wish you guys could see me right now. My eyes look so funny because they were like so swollen that it looks like my, it looks like I have pink eye in both my eyes, which honestly could be true. I could just be having pink eye. Um, More on that later. I am really off topic. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. 
The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Purina. As the owner of two cats, I totally understand the healing power of pets, and so does Purina, which is why they're addressing the youth mental health crisis by making pet therapy more accessible. Research shows that pet therapy can help reduce stress, anxiety, and depression, as well as boost self-confidence. So to help ensure there's a therapy dog available for any kid who needs it, Purina is helping get more certified, starting with their employees' pets. To learn more, visit Purina.com slash mental health. So let's start out with the first time I felt burnt out. It was in school, um, especially sophomore year. I was taking four honors classes, which is basically at my school. You couldn't take, it was like, I don't know how it worked. Whatever, I was taking honors classes, four of them. And I was obsessed with the thought of college at the time. And so I was just working myself to the bone every single day, like spending eight hours a day on homework, doing sports at the same time, all of that, studying constantly. And like, I was always burnt out. Like I was always like on the brink of tears at all times during that time. I didn't want to be doing what I was doing. Like ever, like I was working that hard, but I felt like I was doing it for nothing. Kind of was. Not really, but it didn't end up using whatever. Um, I just never took a break. I never took a break. Not one day in the whole school year did I take a break. Not even during the summer because then I was doing summer reading. It was like I never got a break and it drove me fucking insane. Like it literally drove me crazy and I was constantly burnt out. And in school, when you're burnt out, it's not like, oh, I can take a break if I want to because I make my own schedule. It's like, no, you have to keep going. And that's what's really tough about it. And that's why you kind of need to cure your own burnout while simultaneously doing the work at school, which is really tough. Um, I never personally figured it out because by the time I was out of school, I still hadn't figured it out. I'm going to try to give my past self some advice that maybe you guys can use. Don't take as many hard classes if you can't handle it. That was just stupid. Don't do as many sports if you can't handle it. That was stupid. Don't know why I did that. And if you don't finish your homework by 1 a.m., go to sleep. I should have just done that. Would my grades have suffered? A little bit. But would I have had a happier life? Yes. So that's what I would have done in retrospect. And I mean, now I know that when you're all wrapped up in school in the moment, you think that it's the only thing that matters and that if you don't get into the best college and you don't do this and you don't do that, that you're a failure. But actually none of that shit matters. And really what matters is the relationships with people in your life and 
that's it. That's literally the only thing that matters is your relationship with yourself and with others. Nothing else matters. Money, grades, all of that shit. All of that is obviously something that affects your life. But at the end of the day, if you don't have people that you love in your life and you don't love yourself, then none of that shit matters. And like grades, they just don't matter. Do your best. Don't not do it, but just do your best. And if that means straight C's, it means straight C's. Fuck it. You're still going to have a great life regardless of what college you go to. I think so many people are so stressed out about college and that can cause school burnout because you're putting all this pressure on yourself to like go to some amazing college that like looks really good on a piece of paper and maybe would even be a fun experience. Who knows? But like you could also have a amazing time at a different college that was reasonable for you to get into that you didn't have to break your back getting into. So that's that. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, Sometimes it's good to be alone, but talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. That's when burnout kind of started for me. But now let's talk about YouTuber burnout because in fact I am a YouTuber and so I don't know why I just said that and it made me have like an existential crisis about like the fact that like it I've I don't know why that just made me like have like a weird deep shower thought just now when I said that I'm a YouTuber because I like forget sometimes even though I like do it every day all day every day but like sometimes you forget what you're doing in your life like, I feel like I kind of forget, like, I just float through everything sometimes and I, like, forget what I'm doing, if that makes sense. And then it just kind of, like, dawned on me. I just thought about it and that was weird. Anyway, I've been having a lot of those types of thoughts recently and they kind of freak me out where I, like, really deeply think about something that, like, is really 
obvious and mundane, but like I never put thought towards it. And then it like freaks me out because I never actually think about it or give it any mental real estate. And then I freak out. Does that make sense? Whatever. So I've been trying to figure out why YouTubers get so burnt out. And I think it's simply because there's no, there's no end in sight. It's always the next video. It's always trying to figure out what's next. There's no like summer vacation. It's like a job. It's like, I mean, obviously it's like a real job where you, I mean, I don't like to call it that. I think that's so fucking stupid, but I'm saying like for people who have jobs like that are like nine to fives, it's a similar situation because it's like, there's no summer break. Maybe there is sometimes that's about, I don't know what I'm talking about. That's kind of a bad comparison, but like there's no break. You just have to keep going every single week and giving yourself a break is like not acceptable in the YouTube community. Like people are always like so judgmental of people who take a break of people who take a break. Sorry, I had a voice crack. They don't like, that's not, that's considered lazy. Like if you decide to take a break on YouTube, you know, people will be like, Oh, you're so lazy. Like, why are you taking a break? Well, this is if you don't announce it. I used to take breaks literally once every two weeks like a year and a half ago on YouTube and I wasn't like announcing my breaks I would just take a break because I needed it and I was going through things but every comment I would get would be like you're so lazy like you don't even work hard anymore and it would then force me to overwork myself in a sense to like prove those comments wrong in a sense but then that would in turn make me even more burnt out And then I'd need to take another two weeks off because I just could not do it. I just could not do it mentally. I would crack if I tried because I was burnt out. And I can't even explain the feeling. It's just like, it's like you could not physically, emotionally do something if you even tried because you're so burnt out that you can't even do it. If you even started to do whatever your task is, you would just, you would have to stop because you can't do it. That's what burnout is for me. And I would feel like that with YouTube. And like my content was suffering in a sense. Like my videos were not as good because I was forcing myself to be in it. And I wasn't at the time. And that was normal. But because all the comments were telling me that it wasn't normal, that I wasn't uploading and that I was just being lazy, it made me feel so bad about myself that I would just continuously keep burning myself out trying to prove the last comments wrong but then I would just get burned out again and get more of the comments and that never ended for like six months and it was just this cycle of burnout and I was just trying to run away from that issue by just like doing other things and trying to like immerse myself back into the real world a little bit but then that wouldn't even help either And so I was just kind of stuck in this tough spot. I think at the end of the day, the only thing you can do to cure burnout is to fix your relationship with whatever you're getting burnt out about. For me with YouTube, I realized that my workload that I was giving myself was something that was not sustainable mentally because I was filming and then I would edit for like 30 hours in a week for that video upload it and then do the whole thing over again and I never had a free day in the week 
Not to mention I wasn't sleeping. I've noticed that not sleeping really makes burnout worse. So I wasn't sleeping and I was like working every single day on YouTube videos just to get one video up a week, which is not even that many, you know, it's not even uploading as much as I would have wanted to, but because editing took me so long, I could only upload once a week, but then that made me feel bad about myself because some YouTubers were uploading more and then I was getting compared to them like, Emma, why do you only upload once a week or like once every two weeks when everybody else uploads like this much? And it was just all of these words in my head while my self-esteem was low because I felt burnt out and lazy. I felt lazy because everybody was saying I was lazy, but really I was just trying to fix my relationship with YouTube. And so I couldn't do that as quickly because I had this background noise that I didn't know how to tune out yet. And so it just would get worse and worse. Um, what I ended up doing that truly fixed my burnout problem was I got an editor who's amazing. Shout out to Anderson. He's definitely not listening to this, but that man is so talented and he's literally saved my life and like made doing YouTube fun for me again. And, you know, he just gets, he literally edits how I would edit anyway and it's just so amazing. Like, you know, it took us a while. I think he's been editing for me for almost a year now. And yeah, like almost a year now. That's crazy. And, you know, it took some time to like figure out, like to combine our editing styles. But now we have it down and he's just so great. And that's truly fixed my burnout problem. Like f truly fixed my burnout problem. I have not felt burnt out since. I mean, maybe once or twice, but not really. I've been doing so much better. I think what I've realized is, is that letting people help you with whatever you're doing, instead of trying to put it all on your own plate, really helps with burnout. Because feeling like you have a team of people who are riding for you and can help you with whatever you're doing, like that gives you this sense of calmness and like also the support you need to complete the task in a way that's not impossible. But I also started to believe that if what I was doing didn't feel impossible, I wasn't working hard enough. Like I didn't want to get an editor because I thought that I would be lazy if I got an editor. When in reality, I was overworking myself before without an editor. Now with an editor, I think I'm working an amount that is like healthy for me. But I thought that working a healthy amount was lazy. I thought that the only way to work hard is to work to a point where you're ruining your own life. That is just not true. And I don't know why I was, who hurt me? Like, I don't know why I was like that. Um, and I still get burnt out though to this day. I know I actually had a burnout kind of recently and it really showed this time around. I had no video ideas and I just wasn't feeling as comfortable on camera as normal. I just think I was going through a phase with my own self and my own personality and trying to kind of figure out who I was and I was just thinking about my personal life a lot and so on camera I just didn't have like the demeanor that I wanted and so all of my videos were coming out really bad and I hated all of them. One of them being this video where I tried to dye my hair and then I decided the bleach didn't work because I dyed my hair brown previously so like the dye wasn't sticking to the hair the bleach wasn't sticking to the hair and whatever and then I didn't end up dyeing my hair and then the whole video like everybody said it was pointless and it's like my most disliked video whatever it was funny it was funny in retrospect it's fine it was one video we moved on but 
that was a video I created during burnout and it got like the worst response I've ever gotten out of any video I've ever uploaded. And I think that that's what's really tough about it is that when you're burning out, a lot of the times you'll create content or you'll create things in general that you're not really that proud of, but you just kind of have to keep pushing through it. And so you might upload it, you might put it out there, you might, you know, submit whatever task you're doing for, you know, I'm trying to make this relate to all scenarios, but you might like make something that you're not that proud of, but have to use it anyway. And then you might get criticism for it. And while you're in a burnout stage, that can be really tough because you're really vulnerable and emotional. And that's what happens to me is that every time I make a good video that I like and that people respond well to, I'm in a good place. So it's great. But then every time I make a video while I'm burnt out, I hate it. Everybody else hates it. And then it makes everything worse. So what I've realized is, at least for my situation, if I feel burnt out, I just stop. And the way that I prevent burnout now with filming in whatever is I, whenever I'm feeling really good, I'm feeling rested, I'm feeling happy, and I'm feeling like in a good mood, energetic, I'll film like two videos and get it over with, you know, so that I have two videos banked and then I'm not stressed about coming up with the idea for the next video. I'm just, I already have some there. You know what I mean? That I'm excited about and stuff like that. And that kind of prevents burnout because then I don't feel pressure. I think pressure creates burnout a lot faster as well. So that's what I do. Uh, recently I've been doing really good. Although I have been feeling a little bit burnout recently because I've been staying home. I've been struggling with coming up with video ideas that excite me that are strictly in my house. Um, but the way that I've been avoiding that is by pre-filming and just like, you know, I had, I have two videos already filmed right now, so I don't have to worry too much about my next video. And that's how I'm kind of like, I have a week to figure out what I want to film next. You know what I mean? And that gives me time to work on all the other things I need to work on have a personal life as well and take my time when it comes to coming up with my next video idea. And I think that that's been creating a lot better content that I'm a lot more proud of. And to all of you who are going through burnout right now, I want to say that I get it. It is the worst feeling. But whenever I come out of a really shitty burnout stage, I always end up creating stuff that's better than before before once it's over like it tends to kind of make me it opens my eyes a little bit and it makes me more motivated and next thing I know I have like 10 ideas that I really really fuck with but you have to go out through burnout stages to like have those really good times where you're really motivated and you're really inspired which sucks it sucks that it has to work like that I wish it didn't but it's normal but I think that not a lot of people talk about their burnout and like how it affects their self-esteem and all of that. I think that people tend to sweep that under the rug, but it can really affect your self-esteem and you know, your personal life. I know when I'm burning out, I'm, I don't want to hang out with anybody. I feel like shit about myself. Like when I look in the mirror, I look worse. Like everything is bad for me when I'm burning out. Um, but it's human and it's normal and 
it might happen again in my life. It definitely will. I can almost guarantee it's going to happen to me again in my life. And when it does, I'm going to fucking get through it. You're going to fucking get through it. We're all going to get through it. And we're going to be okay. This episode is brought to you by Colgate Optic White. Their overnight whitening pen gives you visibly whiter teeth in just seven days when used as directed. Just popping the pen into your night routine will have you waking up with that perfect teeth vibe without even trying. I drink a lot of coffee. I drink a little bit of red wine. Listen, my teeth are stained a little bit, okay? And so little tools and tricks that I can add into my routine that make me feel more confident really help in front of the camera and just in my normal life. It's a great way to give yourself an extra confidence boost and live life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Bi. It's Wonder Water. So I was wondering, what made Bi so great? And it's actually pretty simple. Bi is infused with antioxidants. And whatever flavor you're picking up, for me, it has to be Bi Raspberry Lemon Lime by Sydney Sweeney. You'll also find that it has electrolytes and no artificial sweeteners. So for flavorful hydration, choose Bi. It's Wonder Water. Learn more about Bi and discover all the exotic, bold flavors at drinkbi.com. All right. So now let's go onto the little Twitter and ask some questions or answer some questions about burnout. Let me find a few. First question. What's your go-to activity when you're emotionally burnt out? When I'm really burnt out, I like to exercise as much as possible because I think releasing endorphins is really important. Uh, for me, I work out, uh, I try to work out once a day, every other day, like whatever I'm feeling right now, every other day, just because I've been feeling kind of mentally exhausted a little bit from staying home. And although working out can help that, sometimes I just don't have it in me. And I know that I don't have it in me right now to work out every day. I know that I'm not motivated enough to do that. So I'm, I made it a goal to work out every other day. And that's been working for me because it's an attainable goal. And, you know, it's a great habit to have. I don't need to be working out every day. Um, every other day is perfect. And so that's been helping me a lot. Not only saying like not that helps me right now, but that also helps me when I'm feeling burnt out is just exercising as much as possible, even just a little bit like going for a walk, anything like I don't I'm not saying doing some sort of intense exercise. I'm just saying like any form of exercise at all. I don't care what it is. Fucking doing 10 pushups. I don't care. Like working out a little bit when you're feeling burnt out really helps because number one, it makes you feel productive in another area of your life, which makes you feel a little bit more in control, um, which helps when you're burning out, but also it does release endorphins. So working out is a good one, but also I think relaxing, going on your computer, going on fucking Pinterest and scrolling through and like getting kind of inspired by other people's ideas and images that can be really helpful I go on Pinterest all the time for like fashion inspiration cooking inspiration like shit like not like I fucking cook but like if I was gonna cook I have a Pinterest board for it but I don't cook so I never use it but like if I ever want to cook like it's an option because I have a Pinterest board but I think Pinterest is really inspiring and cool because you know there's like a lot of cool stuff on there and it can kind of like get your creative juices flowing in a different area which can then help with your burnout Sometimes I get ideas when I'm on Pinterest randomly because it's just like I'll see somebody's cute outfit and I'm like, oh, I want to do a video where I 
do something with clothes like I'll get an idea or I'll see something like a recipe and I'll be like oh my god I want to make that for a cooking with Emma video whatever and then I get an idea from that so that can be really inspiring and good so those are my two activities somebody asked me do you feel like you're burning out of YouTube or uploading weekly not right now actually I've been feeling really good um at least for the past week or two um I was having a little bit of a tough time last night coming up with a video idea because I'm just running out of ideas because I just do the same thing every single day. And so I kind of ran out of things to do at home. But I came up with an idea, an idea with my friend Olivia. We brainstormed in the car for like an hour. And so now I have an idea and we are all good. Um, and, you know, struggling to come up with a video idea is not burning out. It can sometimes lead to a burnout. But because I ended up coming up with a few ideas, um, it ended up not burning me out, if that makes sense. But no, I feel really good right now. Next question, what do you do when you run out of ideas? Sometimes I do take a break. Sometimes I do take a break and I'm just like, you know what? I can't I can't upload this week because I just don't have an idea. Um, or sometimes I'll film something that I'm not that excited about, i.e. the hair video that everybody thought I staged or whatever. I like to brainstorm with people when I don't have ideas. I'll call my dad. I'll call my mom. I'll talk to my friends, Olivia and Amanda, they'll help me or even, you know, like anybody, like I'll talk to anybody uh, and just see if they have anything that they think would be fun. But sometimes I come up with ideas randomly at 2 a.m. as well. And then, you know, that ends up helping me too. When I just randomly come up with something, that's always the best. Somebody said, how do you feel about YouTube as a career? I don't like calling YouTube a career even though technically it is because I just love it and I didn't start it because I wanted it to be a career so it's like weird now that it is because it wasn't like I made it my career it became my career and I didn't even kind of have control over it it just kind of happened I think it's an amazing career but I do think that and I'm so fucking grateful. I've never been more grateful for anything in my life. And I never want to come off as ungrateful because I am, there is not, besides my family, like in my friends, there's not one other thing in this world that I'm more grateful for because this is like, you know, it's a dream come true and it blows my mind. And I like, I don't know how I could show how grateful I am like I don't know how I could accurately portray my gratitude like I don't know if there's a way or words and that sounds so corny and like whatever and I know sometimes I get a little corny on here not normally but on here I get a little corny what's up with that but I'm so grateful and I'm it, it truly like the connection I have with those who watch my videos and listen to my podcast or whatever that like, you know, get me and shit. That is something that is so magical to me to feel like I have people that understand me and that care about me and I care about you guys even though we've never met. It's so special. And like whenever I meet anybody that watches my videos or listens to my podcast or whatever, um, I feel like I have such a quick connection with anybody that I meet because of the way that it is like just because of the way that it is like I meet somebody who watches my videos and like I immediately have a connection with them because 
they know me. You know what I mean? And I know that. I know that they know me. So then I feel comfortable and it's just so cool. And I couldn't ask for, like I could not ask for anything else. Like I, I'm so beyond grateful for everything and the opportunities it has given me. Sorry for being sappy for a minute, but this is just something I never would have pictured happening. Um, and so even though YouTube as a career, I feel like a fucking asshole complaining about it or like talking about burnout even because it's like, I am so grateful that I don't want my venting to come off as like, I'm ungrateful, you know? Um, it is tough. It does have its struggles. It, you know, not, it wouldn't be a human thing if it didn't. But overall, there's nothing I'd rather be doing. Somebody said, do you ever think about quitting YouTube? Honestly, no. I used to when I edited my own videos. I just wanted to be done. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm, it's too much. It's too much on me emotionally and like physically because I wasn't sleeping. I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. Um, and I almost quit a few times, but I never did. We're here and I love it and I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. And I think especially within the past two weeks, I've just been feeling really in love with YouTube again in its own way. Not saying it doesn't have struggles still, but like I just feel like this good feeling about it. And I'm feeling so happy because when I'm making videos that I like, it makes me feel so happy. Like I just feel so good in every other element of my life when I feel inspired with YouTube and yeah. Sorry, I burped. Sorry, I keep throwing up a little bit in my mouth. Don't know why that always happens to me when I'm recording. It might be the position that I'm sitting in. I'm like slightly propped up on my wall. I'm leaning against my wall in my closet and it's just like kind of a weird angle. So I'm probably fucking up my back and then it's making my me have acid reflux. So anyway, <laughs> next question. Somebody said, do you procrastinate a lot? No, not really. I have never been a huge procrastinator. I mean, I am with like only mundane stuff. Like if my mom's like, I'll give you an example that happened a few weeks ago. My mom was like, can you put your license? No, not your license. It was like, put your insurance, your new insurance card for your car in your car. Right. I literally procrastinated putting that in my car for like two weeks. And it wasn't going to be a hard, it was not a hard task to complete. I just needed to take it down with me the next time I went to go drive somewhere but I kept forgetting and I didn't really care enough so I just never did it so I'll procrastinate like little mundane things like that but when it comes to like work and stuff like that I don't procrastinate like maybe once in a great while but like normally I I need to get things done because I can't rest until things are done so my brain won't allow me to procrastinate because I'm so anal about getting shit done that like I can't close my eyes at night knowing that there's something I need to be doing. It's a blessing in disguise, but it's a blessing and a curse and it's a blessing in disguise, if that makes sense. <laughs> Somebody said, do you think it's possible to feel burnt out of something you genuinely love to do? Yes. I think you can get burnt out with anything. It, has, it, it more has to do with your mental state than it does with the task that you're doing. Like, if you really love something, that love will be there forever, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to get burned out. I love YouTube with like every bone in my body. It truly is something that I love so much. I like 
can't explain it, how much I love it. But I get burnt out all the time. And I'm confident in my love for it. So, for sure. Somebody asked, do you ever get burnt out of a friendship? What do you do? Yes, totally. Um, that's super normal. And it can even be, you can get burnt out with somebody in your life that like you love and that you don't want to cut out of your life. Like that's super normal. It doesn't mean that they're a bad person for you or that whatever just might mean that you spent too much time with them. This has happened to me. I think that distance is key. Um, as they say, distance makes the love grow fonder. Take some time away from this person. If you're burnt out from them, it probably means that you're spending too much time with them. Take a break. Hang out with some other people. Tell them you're busy. Distance yourself from them for a little bit. And then when you guys hang out again, I promise it'll be better. It's just you need to separate yourself from them for a little bit because like, you need to regain your appreciation for them as a person in your life. And that the only way to do that is to have some distance from it. Somebody said, is it better to give yourself time to relax after burning out and let yourself slack off a little bit or keep working on things even if you aren't able to put your best effort into it? I'm really torn on this one because I think that it depends because I do both. I kind of listen to my body and my mind in a sense. My, my immediate thought was saying to keep working a little bit, but I think the key is to keep working but not on what you're burnt out about. Does that make sense? So let's say for me, I'm burnt out about YouTube. I'm not going to go film a YouTube video right then. I'm going to go be productive in another area. I'm going to go do the dishes. I'm going to go clean the litter box. I'm going to go exercise. I'm going to go hang out with my friends. I'm going to go be productive in other areas because then that's strengthening me so that I can film a YouTube video and be in a better place. Because if I film a YouTube video and it ends up not being good because I wasn't in the right mental state and I didn't do a good job because I was burnt out, it ends up being a product that I don't like and that nobody else likes and then it was just pointless and I should have just taken a break. Do you see what I'm saying? So sometimes taking a break is less painful than keeping on going when you are just really done and nothing good can come out of your work at that time. Somebody said how to avoid mental breakdowns during times when you're feeling burnt out. The key is to remember that everyone goes through this. You have gone through this before and you will go through this again. It's an inevitable part of life. People get burnt out. There's just no way to avoid it. So if you remember how normal it is and remember that you're going to get through it and remember that it won't ruin you, getting burnt out for a few weeks, maybe even a few months, will not ruin you. You can come back from it. You just have to be motivated to do so and you just have to put the time and the effort in to doing so once you are ready. Just remember that it's normal. There's nothing wrong with it. It's human. And it means that you're working hard at something. Because if you're burnt out, then that means you must have been working hard. Keep going. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't say, oh, I'm burnt out right now. I'm never going to make a YouTube video again. I'm never going to go to college. I'm never going to follow my dream to do blank. Don't say that. Just say, we're, let's ride through this. I'm going to give myself a break and we're going to work on this later and everything's going to be okay. It's hard. It's easier said than done, but still. Wow, somebody just said something that I've never thought about, but I think that it's actually really true. Somebody asked me, is burning out a part of the process 
of building stamina in whatever you're doing. I can, that is a great point. I do think now in retrospect that when I burn out afterwards, it does help me build stamina because I have this time to relax, recharge. And then when I come back, I'm like ready to go after my burnout. And I have all of this stamina that I normally don't have. So I think it really does. I think that's a great point. So remember that when you're freaking out about being burnout. Remember, this is building stamina in a sense. Somebody said, how do you continue to be a good friend while you're burnt out? I totally get this question because being burnt out in one area of your life will affect the rest. Um, I say this a lot, but you need to spend some time by yourself before you can hang out with people because you don't want to bring that emotional energy into your friendship with somebody else when you're really emotional about something. It can be kind of tough for the other person to be dealing with you when you might be going through that. So take a little bit of time to yourself, think about it, talk yourself out of it a little bit, and then go hang out with your friends, maybe even vent to them about it, but take some time to like get your ducks in a row here first before you go and you hang out with people because I think that that's kept a lot of my relationships strong is making sure that I'm in the right state of mind to be with friends so that I'm being a good friend and I'm not letting my emotions fuck up my friendships because I don't want my emotional problems to be my friend's problems because that's not their problem. That's not their issue. That's mine. Inventing and, you know, talking about it with them is amazing and very constructive and I do not, I'm not saying don't do that and I'm not saying to isolate yourself the whole time. I'm just saying getting yourself in or in line a little bit, separating yourself from your problem a little bit and living in the moment with your friend is important, but sometimes you need to take a little bit of time to yourself before you can actually do that. I don't know if that made sense or if I even worded that correctly, but yeah, that's what I do. Somebody asked me if I ever get burnout of coffee, like I get sick of it. No, that has not happened. Although sometimes I get burnout of certain coffee like certain cafes. Um, Cause like when I make coffee at home, I can kind of make it differently every time. So it kind of switches it up, use different blends. If I'm using an espresso machine, I love my cold brew, chamberlaincoffee.com. <laughs> I never get sick of that. Um, or at least I haven't yet. I might, but I will get burnout of certain cafes. Sometimes I'm like, this one sucks right now. Like sometimes I'll go too many times. And then, I mean, now I can't go to cafes sadly, but when I was able to go to cafes whenever I wanted, there would be just certain times when I'd get sick of the flavor. I had a matcha phase where I was like drinking matcha every single day instead of coffee. I don't know, just to try something new, spice up my routine a little bit, still has caffeine in it. So it was giving me, giving me my caffeine fix, but I got so sick of matcha. Now I can't even look at matcha without wanting to throw up because I'm like so sick of it. Somebody said, are you burnt out of Fortnite yet? I've been playing a lot of Fortnite, y'all. A lot of fucking Fortnite. Um, I'm getting actually really good. I literally get like, in the beginning, I could not play. Like I literally couldn't do it. I was like trying to play cause I was like bored, but I was so bad. Like I literally would just hide the entire game and then I would die immediately the second I would get out of my hiding spot. Like it was so bad, but now I'm getting hella good. So whatever. But, um, 
I'm getting a little bit burnt out from Fortnite because I feel like I just have my Fortnite routine now. Like I play the a very similar strategy every single game and like I'm just getting kind of bored of it. So I might just start playing with a different strategy, you know. Um, but I don't want to be bored of Fortnite because it's like the only thing that passes time quickly right now. And that's why I'm playing it so much is because it like makes four hours disappear. Um, which is kind of nice during this time because I kind of, as probably you do as well, I want this whole situation to be over. So anything that passes time quickly, I'm doing. Uh, sorry, I'm like so exhausted right now because I had my panic attack at like probably 2 a.m. And then I went to bed. Actually, it was maybe at midnight. And then I went to bed at around um, 4 3.34 and then I woke up at around 9, 9 a.m. So that's like five hours of sleep. And then the night before that, I got four hours of sleep. So I'm like not getting a lot of sleep right now. But I feel like my sleep schedule has been kind of messed up. And like I can't go to bed early, but I also can't sleep in. So I'm just like exhausted all the time, which sucks. So I need to work on that. I think it's because, oh my God, my mom's on the phone. Do I yell at her and tell her to stop because she's making sounds and it's making my podcast audio messed up maybe I'll just let her talk oh this is a good one what do you do when you feel like you've peaked and feel like you're in constant competition with yourself to do better it causes me anxiety and I hate the pressure of feeling like I'm worse today than I was yesterday I totally understand this totally understand this because this happens to me all the time it used to happen to me a lot more um, especially because on the internet, a lot of people like to compare yourself to your past self and the internet will kind of make you believe that like you're, you're doing worse. Um, so that's like an added, so I totally get this. I think what I've learned is that you have to remember that it's kind of up to you. It's about your mindset. This is really about your mindset. It's about reminding yourself that that's just not how it works you peak when you want to peak if you start to believe that you peaked then maybe you did peak but if you want to peak again you just put your fucking mind to it that's all it takes and you just work harder and you'll do it again but you just have to work hard and but you have to remember though that all it takes is working hard and continuing working hard you can't give up. If you give up, then you did peak and that's it. If you give up, but if you didn't, then there's always room for another high point. It's never like the journey never ends until you die. In the potential, sorry, I burped. In the potential for peaking again is never gone unless you give up or you die. That's it. And so keep that in mind. You fucking got this. All of you guys got this. Whatever you guys are going through right now, I probably feel you. <laughs> We're in this together. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of shit that's come with this quarantine that are really interesting to watch. And like, you know, like I'm talking about mentally within myself. Like there's just been a lot of like effects that it has had on me and probably you guys as well that have been really interesting to watch and really interesting to go through. Once you kind of go through it, then you get to look back and be like, wow, that was really interesting. That wouldn't have happened otherwise. Like my panic attack last night, 
I think was very much triggered by the fact that I don't have a lot of distractions right now and I kind of just have to live in the moment and I'm not used to doing that. I'm kind of used to like having constant distractions and never having to think about what's truly going on in my mind and I think last night I kind of freaked out because I kind of for the first time in probably a year had a clear moment of realizing what my life is right now and what it means for me to exist and I hadn't realized that or thought about that in a really long time because I've just been distracting myself for oh my god it's literally so loud outside of my like the cats are meowing like my mom's on the phone it's it's crazy anyway I was I freaked out because I think that I actually fully like understood what's going on in my life and how crazy it is and how weird it is for the first time like in a year or more I have not really had time to sit down and like think about what's going on in my life and like what has happened to me and it freaked me out because it was like sensory overload it was just so many thoughts at once and I was realizing it all at once and then I freaked out (laughs) because it was like crazy um, and anyway, I just, I think, I think it might be a good thing. I feel a lot more level headed today than I did, you know, for the past year. Cause I feel like I have a good understanding of like what my life is since I started YouTube. And since this all started happening, I haven't had a minute to like sit and actually think about what has truly happened to me and how fucking crazy it is. I just have kind of avoided thinking about it because I just think it would scare me and freak me out if I thought about it too much. And that's what happened to me last night. I, fa- I I found my mind like I was talking about it with my mom and I started thinking about how crazy it was and how like I can't even comprehend that it happened to me. And then and then it like freaked me out and sent me down a spiral that I wouldn't have gone down otherwise probably. So I think that's really but I think it's really important for me. It's helping me connect with fucking earth in myself and like the universe like I needed that I needed that panic attack it was awful and scary but I got through it and I feel better on the other side so that is that ladies and gentlemen I wish I had like a funny story to tell you but I literally don't oh actually I do I'm gonna end this off with a funny story that happened to me the other day no I'm not I don't like that story It's not entertaining. Maybe I'll save it for next week. Okay, that's all for today. I really love you guys. I really appreciate you guys. I hope that you know that. And I hope that you're having an amazing day. And I hope that you're keeping it real. Um, We're getting through this together. We can do this. And that's it. That's all she wrote. I love you all. Peace and love.